All right, hello everyone. Welcome to our latest Between the Races podcast on the MX Vice Network. Thank you to everyone for listening and supporting the site. We all appreciate it. Um, before we get going, we'd also like to thank our sponsors for this one, Even Strokes, Parts Europe, Acherbys and AS3 Performance. So, yeah, we're so grateful for everything they do. So for, for this episode, we have a very special guest in our Red Bull Gas Gas Factory MX2 star, Simon Langenfelder. Welcome, Simon, and thanks for your time, mate. Welcome. Hello here. I'm happy to, to be in the new news the podcast. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, it's, uh, it's only the second one in this format. We had Miro Sivadin on last week. So, um, yeah, you're a legend for taking the time. So, firstly, I'd like to say thank you. I mean, congratulations on the weekend. You rode, you rode brilliantly to secure the win in the Italian opener, mate. So, you had a pretty good weekend going 1-3 uh, for the win. Really pr- pretty perfect start to the weekend. I know you said you had a bit of arm pump and then you got a rock to the face in the second, but um, how was the weekend for you? Certainly watching it on the stream, you look pretty brilliant, mate. Yeah, so for, so for me, it started quite good. Uh, on the In the morning, we only had very little time on the track. We had seven minutes, I think, was uh, free practice, and then it went over into the timed qualifying uh, directly after that without any break. Uh, so yeah, you didn't have too much time to to figure out the track, but luckily I was already training there one time before. Uh, yeah, in the morning it was actually really cold. We had minus five degrees in the night, so all the track was frozen. The track was in a little bit of a hillside, so uh, in the morning it was full, it was all shadow and no sun arrived at the track, so it was a little bit uh, like going through rock fields uh, after they ripped the track um, because all the small pieces of dirt were like stones. Um, but uh, yeah, even in the morning, I, I didn't feel too bad on the track. Uh, so yeah, I went in the first race, actually got a really good jump and uh, was, but one, the start straight, I, I think I never had such a long start straight before. So yeah, one time I made a wheelie and I went in the clutch and I saw the guys from the left coming. So yeah, uh, two two went around the outside. So I was sitting third, but could make some good passes and 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 go for the lead. But uh, since the moment I was in the lead, I, I tried to go a little bit easy to yeah because I was quite pushing also to to overtake. Um, yeah, and then. I got some arm pump, but uh, yeah, it wasn't so bad. It's the first race. Uh, I think for most of the riders, uh, the same happened. Uh, and in the second race, actually, I, I didn't have arm pump. Just the track was uh, brutal. It was so bumpy. And uh, yeah, the first two guys were, were having a having a really good speed in that second motor. But uh, yeah, I, I went a little bit easier to, to take the third for the overall. Yeah, and how's the how's the face after the rock, mate? You saw I saw the images afterwards. There was like a bit of a bloody mess all over your gear and your mouth. So is that, is that feeling fine? No damage. Yeah, it was the white gear my 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 favorite gear set? <laughs> so it was a shame, but uh, yeah, now actually quite much of the blood came out. <laughs> so yeah. so I'm happy. Um, yeah, but I got I think in the fifth lap I got a rock on the face just before the finish line jump. And it just landed on the bottom of the goggle where it's sitting on the nose. 
So yeah, I felt directly that, oh, that was a hard hit. But uh, yeah, I was lucky because it didn't hurt. It was just bleeding all the time. So uh, yeah, it was going all over me. But yeah, wasn't wasn't really painful. But uh, yeah, after the race, I looked uh, yeah. looked like I was fighting. Yeah, looked like you've been in a good fight. Did it cause you any discomfort? Um, just with the blood rushing down your mouth, did you find it frustrating, or just you just got on with it? Yeah, it was a little bit strange because with the wind, it all wanted to go in the mouth and yeah, you're breathing with the mouth. So it all went in and yeah. it was a little bit strange, but uh, it was the first time for me this happened. So yeah, I think now now I'm over the, the thing, <laughs> the possibilities there to, to hit me a second time. I, yeah, I no, you, you handled it well, mate. And I was going to ask, how how's the preseason gone overall training for you? Been in Italy most of the time with um, Matt here. I've been, I spoke to him a couple of weeks ago and he said he really loves training with you and you guys are good mates and you get through the, the work together. So how's it been out there riding and training um, so far, getting ready for the new season? Yeah, it was, it was going all well. So last year, um, before, yeah, we had a really short winter. And this winter, we have almost two months more. So it's all going a little bit easier. Yeah, we're still putting in the work. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, different, I would say. Um, but, uh, yeah, overall, I'm happy. We went to Sardinia. We have the new bike, uh, all the new chassis, the new plastics. Um, yeah, it was a lot of testing going on there. But um, overall, now we're having a really, really good bike. Um, we made some good steps forward, uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy with with how everything is going. So yeah, we still have uh, now. I think just under a month till till we were we're behind the gate in in Argentina. But I'm really looking forward. Yeah, it'll be good. And how how have you found um, training with uh, Guadagnini? Have you found him lots of fun? He seems like he's a good character, mate. Always joking, laughing, doing funny stuff. Do you, you enjoy it? Yeah, he's a good mate of me. I, I like him. Um, yeah, we're always training together. So it's nice to have, to have like a training buddy. To also to see the times. Sometimes he's faster. Sometimes I try to catch him. Um, no, it's it's really nice. Also off the track, he's he's a really good person, uh, open and everything. And when the camera gets out, he's always sideways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he loves to have a laugh. And it sounds like it's a really good environment there in the in the gas gas team and the the team the the Carly guys running it seem like they're good people and they do everything in in their power to help you, mate. So if you you found just the whole setup's just a perfect working environment for you. Yeah, it was already when I went to the team in 2022. Uh, it's a it's a team, but it's a family. So always when you're when you're training together, it's not it doesn't seem like like work. It's fun, and uh, yeah, you're in one big family together, uh, which I personally like a lot. For me, it's a really nice thing to have that. Always try to find it, and uh, yeah, I I feel really comfortable in the team. Just uh, yeah, just being there, I'm I'm really happy. So yeah, to to do the winter preparation, the races, and everything like this, it it's uh, yeah way less stressful than than it would be uh, if you're alone. 
Yeah, absolutely. And how, how many more pre-season races do you plan on doing? You're going to do the Italian one next week, I'd imagine, and yeah. then maybe one more? No, we, we plan to do Arco. So, the yeah, it's already next weekend. And more plan it's nothing uh, no more preseason race after arco planned so uh, i think we just uh, keep on improving some small things before argentina uh, it's perfect to do the preseason races you it's uh, a really good start of start field so a lot of gp riders um, just five minutes less than yeah, we do 25 minutes plus two laps and the GP always 30 plus two. So yeah, it's, I, I think it's, it's perfect to, tr- to tr- take it as a training and, uh, see what you can still improve, uh, for, for the GPs. Yeah. It's good to get those, get those starts in as well. And just that intensity of the racing, which obviously is hard to replicate in training. So well, obviously, heading into the new season, you're one of the title favourites with uh, Geertz and Beniston. You guys are probably the top three sort of guys. And then Everts and Adamo are going to be super fast. And the Conan brothers are going to be up there. Horgmo, Harrop, Elzinger. There's lots of super good riders, um, obviously, in the class. So what are, what are your aims for the new season personally and how are you approaching it uh, from your end? Yeah, yeah, I think I I just take it from race to race. Uh, if, to go into one season and say, yeah, uh, I I want to win the GP. I think I want to win uh, the the world championship. I think everyone wants. So yeah, it's not easy to get. Only one one guy can win. So I I would take it from race to race. I would try to always do my best. Always try to be on one hundred percent. To, to know my limits, to yeah, do what I do in the training, and then I I think everyone everything's everything's going to be good this year. Uh, also need to say it's many many good riders, uh, which which have a really good pace. Yeah, I'm training also in Sardinia. Everyone was there, so yeah, you also see them, the lap times and everything, and seems like um, there are a lot of really good. The guys in, in the field for this year I think will be some tight racing yeah it's certainly going to be good for the fans mate and pretty pretty fun for you too to, to test yourself especially in that opening round in Argentina and obviously you'd, you'd be pretty confident because last year was really good year for you obviously you won the dream start at Madley Basin going 1-1 and then just a really consistent season I think you got five podium overall podiums and just lots of really good riding gained lots of good experience so your thoughts on last year and how it'll hold you in good stead for 2023? Yeah, last year uh, I went to a new team. I yeah, changed pretty much everything. I went uh, from Germany to Italy, being uh, some time in Italy now already. So uh, last year it changed a lot for me. It's also, I think, not too easy to change a lot and to feel comfortable when you change so much, but uh, the team and everyone behind uh, did everything to let me feel comfortable as fast as possible. And I would say everyone saw that in Metterly. I think not many guys saw that coming. Uh, the eyes were more on some other riders, but uh, yeah, it started really good last year. And then yeah, I had some ups and downs. Uh, after Metterly, I had a, quite some races where I had some pain because of some crashes 
But uh, yeah, there I went a little bit down. But after I came back and I stayed consistent, I scored in every race. Um, yeah, and I think scoring in every race is also a, a big part. Um, yeah, of achieving yeah a good end result in the season. Well, yeah, third in the championship, mate. It's uh, certainly an impressive effort with all, all that change and the new the new environment to get used to and. Do, do you find what were the sort of the toughest things you found dealing with? Was there one particular thing that you found difficult? And then on the other hand, what was the, the things that you found you coped really well with and you obviously grew a lot as a, as a person as well? Um, I would say the most difficult thing is uh, always the things you don't see in the back, the, the, the hard training which goes into, into it to keep, staying motivated and to wake up every day and say okay now i i do my best i it's not every day the best but then i i would say on the days where you struggle the most you you gain the most also and yeah i, I would say that that were the moments uh, in the preseason maybe also not always on the bike doing the normal training you're always quite exhausted and uh, yeah, I would say that's that's the most that was the most difficult thing. All all the other stuff, uh, I was I was feeling comfortable. I was I'm good friends. Yeah, it's like on family together with David, Claudio, everyone from the team. I'm I'm feeling really yeah like in a family. Yeah, but you seem like you're very mature, sort of disciplined, focused sort of a character. So it obviously puts you well placed to to be a racer and do you did you get that from your family growing up they sort of instilled that into you because you're only so young still so it's pretty impressive mate yeah so yeah before i went till 2018 i i was doing almost everything with my parents i i was in a team but uh, my mechanic was my dad and we went to the races with the camper we yeah we we had our own setup we i was at in was ground up file at that time uh, and then 2019 i went into my first team but i still did all school i went to the school so um most of the time i went all, every week no every weekend i went my parents drove me three and a half hours to my team at that time wz racing and i trained uh, there with some other riders we pushed also really hard at that time so 2019 was my first year in a real team i would say i was training more better and yeah, i was a little bit more professional i was getting more professional and yeah, then I went, then I already went to, to the factory team, to Gaskas factory, uh, where I stayed two years together with Diga. Um, there was also a time where I learned a lot uh, to go up in the 250 class. It's not easy. Uh, I think you see it from many people. You go up from the 125 to stay also on the top of in the 250. It's a really big change to go on the four stroke. It's more heavy. You need to ride it a, a lot different than you do the 125. Um, so there, yeah, I gained a lot of experience. Also, I had one uh, problems with my knee after 
Faenza. I was sitting out almost all of the end of the season. <laughs> it was a shame. Um, but yeah, 2021, I, I went 10th in the championship where I, where I was quite happy about because to be always that consistent, trying sometimes to be with the top guys together, sometimes staying a little bit back, sometimes better, sometimes less. Uh, I think in that time, uh, that are the days where you where you learn a lot. So, yeah, and after I I went to I went to here to the De Carli family. So, yeah, I was really happy about going here, and uh, yeah, everyone saw that that it worked. Yeah, it's a lot of um, it's a, it's a massive journey, you guys, and and your families do you know becoming a professional motocross racer, and it's probably a lot of a lot of pressure and expectations all the way through on you, mate. So do you, do you find you handle that well? Or do you have any sort of ways to cope with it or do you just, you just seem to manage it pretty, pretty easily? Yeah, that, uh, that's true. It's sometimes it's not so easy to handle all of that, but, uh, I think when you're, when you're having fun, when you're riding motocross, it's, it's, yeah, now it's a job, but, uh, it's still something which I also would do if if it wouldn't be my job. <laughs> I, yeah. I just love riding. It's uh, it's nice always when you go on the bike. Maybe not not every day. Maybe when you go to Lommel or some days <laughs> where it's really bumpy, and you do the thirty minute motos, it gets a little bit away. But uh, on so most of the days, it's it's just pure fun. You go on the bike. You're you you enjoy it. So when it's like this, when you're having fun and you're not not really stressed and anything it's the best yeah having 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 making it fun's definitely key mate because it's a pretty it's a brutal sport a lot of suffering for you guys it's extremely demanding mentally so obviously what from your point of view what what would you say the main attributes as to why you're such a great racer obviously you you got a great style on the bike super smooth very technical you know, you've got you've got a lot of you do real most things really well, but from your angle, what what are the best things you do sort of mentally, physically and technically, would you say? Yeah, I I say yeah, I'm I'm I, I also like my style. Uh, before in the one twenty fives I always looked up to Jorge Prado trying to copy a little bit his style and uh, yeah, the straight back and the elbows up and the feet nice on the pegs. Yeah, but when you're pushing 100%, all goes away. You just ride how you ride. Everyone is different. Um, and you forget about almost everything. <laughs> At least I'm I'm like this. And yeah, for me, yeah, that's, that's it. Um, everyone has a little bit their own unique style. But uh, yeah, I, love, I think I also look good on the photo sometimes. Sometimes yeah. not, sometimes more, but I try to have a good style because for me, when the style is good, also the the the, the maybe the time's going down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, no, it's pretty cool, mate. We put a good shot up of the race results with you, so that was a that was a nice photo we got on MX Vice there, mate. So, but uh, it's pretty cool. Did you sort of and growing up, did you idolize Ken Roxon as well? Being German, it's sort of an obvious one, but it's pretty. Pretty cool for Germany to have to have him and now now you coming through and some pretty good riders over the years too, obviously like Nagel. So um he was one of your your key thought key idols. 
yeah for sure ken roxon uh yeah you, you look up always is uh when you're in germany always when you when you watch the races also now when i watch the races it's the first look is what place did roxon make and uh yeah i'm always happy for him when he does good so yeah he's 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 a legend he is riding so smooth so good after all the injuries he had and always coming back i think that's really something everyone could look up to because uh, always keep on going never giving up uh, for me uh, i didn't have too much to do with him i only spoke once to him that was at the red bull straight rhythm 2019 so yeah i didn't have too much to do with him but uh, always looking looking the races looking also what he does on instagram but uh, yeah he's a good guy for me I, I like him yeah absolutely mate well said and I was going to ask your thoughts on the the new format in MXGP with the with the qualifying race points what what do you think about that is that a good thing or a bad thing for you yeah for me that's a little bit different I would say yeah to go in now and do three races with points I don't know exactly how it works. I, I hear that the first one get 10 points and the 10th get one. So yeah. for sure you need to be a little bit more always on the top because 10 points is a lot. When you when you look through the season with almost 20 races with the 10 points, is, you can make a difference from 200 points almost uh i don't know how many races we exactly have this season but always around 20 so you can make a huge difference with that um and yeah when you look at the qualifying races they're shorter they're they will be for sure more intense uh but i think that's that's also a good thing because now this year was even my first year with the qualifying races uh before we always said yeah the covid the timetable a little bit so for me i i actually i actually like the qualifying race because when i do the lap times also in the training when i do the lap times and then i do one moto it's almost the same so i like to do i like to do the models a little bit more so i think that suits me Uh, definitely you need one good start most of the time, I, I am I'm a good starter, I would say. But um, to be in that 20 minutes so good is for sure taking more risk. But I think I think they're they're doing something good because, as you saw last year in Erne, when it starts that no one wants to ride like this, everyone rides. That that's true. Maybe yeah may i think it will change a little bit in the years but uh, i think that's that's good i suppose it certainly divides a lot of people because obviously that elevated risk obviously anything that's such a dangerous sport by nature motocross so having that extra races and then obviously for points everything's just elevated so it's it's definitely a lot of guys like the one day format some guys like the two day format but um it's probably better for the fans, I guess, having that sort of more jeopardy attached, but certainly puts you guys at a lot more risk as well. So it'll be interesting to see how it pans out. But have, have your, is your team behind the rule change? Are they happy with it? 
yeah they're, they're they're happy with it so yeah for sure you train also a little bit more for that um yeah but for the for the for the rule changes i would say also one thing which takes out a little bit the risk uh, uh, is that you are you have more time on the track you have one training session one qualifying session you know exactly how the track is when you look at the one day format you have the training qualifying session together and then you go already racing for the first and second model really close together uh, when you look that maybe the risk is different but uh, it's always a risk uh, you go motocross riding it's dangerous everyone knows that um, yeah it's racing yeah, that's, that's a good point you make that's uh yeah getting to know the lines and to just to navigate things to get a mental sort of imagery is that's a good point you make that you don't hear too many people making so having a rider's perspective on that's um thanks for that mate and i'll give you i'll give you a couple more before i let you go mate and uh, have you are you a big supercross fan obviously you're keeping keeping up to date with the series and have you got some some title picks mate you'd be pretty pretty happy seeing vial doing quite well over there yeah, I was actually really excited how we how we will do. Um, I wake I woke up in the morning and the first thing I was I was looking on the video. Um, yeah, but he was he was riding good. He was riding really good in the first round for for coming to America. It it's all different doing the good start directly being in front. Uh, he was he was riding with the style like in Europe. Um, but he was for me really good just um, yeah when you change so much it's normal I think that you need some time to get into it and Supercross isn't the easiest so yeah I think in that year in the first year you will learn a lot and also will get better from every race when you saw the first one I think he could even got on the podium without that crash I was mm. I was quite sure he could get the podium um yeah but that year the the lawrence brothers for sure i think are the title picks in a 250 class and 450 there you always see some guys going going for some wins and then they go back down have some bad races like atomic had now for i think now the last one was bad the other one he won the same yeah um yeah but Tomic looks took looks really comfortable if he takes a good starts i think uh, i think he will he will also win that but yeah with web he's keeping keeping him honest so i think it will, will be quite spicy yeah it's super good mate and even even basha he's been really fast had a few mistakes but uh it's good good the gas gas is doing pretty well there too mate so it's definitely we're, we're pretty spoiled as fans there's obviously the racing in america the racing in europe and all the all the national championships in germany australia the uk france there's there's just so much racing around mate so we're, we're certainly lucky and um just one more what are your before i let you go what are your thoughts on the track in argentina for round one is obviously a super fast track but you can be nice and aggressive cool jumps your your take on it yeah, Argentina was uh, last year was was a good race for me. Yeah, I I had a big crash. I I don't know if you remember, but I crashed and directly after Kai the Wolf crashed. I think yeah, that I was quite that spectacular. Um, but the track is really nice. I think it's a little bit US style. In Europe, you don't have too many of these 
huge tracks with the fast corners never it's it's a different tech technique you need to ride a little bit um it's not so technical in the kinds of ways that you bob play break really hard then go around the tight corners it's more like just keeping it wide open but um, that track i i actually like a lot also everything around there with the wooden houses with the yeah, you're going from the airport two hours with the car. You you see nothing but forest. Uh, I like it a lot over there, and I'm already excited excited to go there to, for for the first race. Yeah, um, I hope I hope uh, for some good racing there. Uh, but I but I have some good memories. Yeah, it looks like a beautiful place, mate. And um, we all wish you all the best for that one because it's certainly great for the fans and and every everyone in the sport really to kick off the season there so um and, yeah, there and one more everyone thing. everyone who is living there goes to the race <laughs> yeah. it's such a small town but the fans it's full everything is full there the it's always a really big hype and uh, that's that's great to see yeah no thanks and also i'd, I'd um one more for you would you like to thank anyone before we um before we wrap it up, any sponsors or family or friends and anything like that, just give you opportunity to do that. Yeah, for sure. I, I thank my my family, all my team, all my my sponsors I have for for supporting that uh, motocross. Um, yeah, there there aren't too many. I think in Europe or all over the world, would be nice to get motocross a little bit bigger. To to have it in the TV always, to to always see it, to make it a little bit like MotoGP, because I think mm-hmm. motocross is a a sport which is uh, individual. But I think many many people would even look a little bit more uh, if you would see it uh, a lot on the TV. But uh, yeah, for sure, I'm I'm happy to have such a good uh, sponsor side and uh, to have some people behind my back helping me out and uh, that's that's the things which are important which not many people always see but uh, yeah that's what's paying the bills yeah mate that's it it's good to give them a bit of thanks because obviously you do you can tell you really appreciate all their help and um support getting to where you are today mate and um yeah we'd like to thank you again for jumping on the podcast mate um the between the races podcast and wish you all the best for the season and for all the fans hope you're enjoying the work at mx vice and um keep supporting the sponsors and we'll keep trying to put out content like this so thanks again for everyone and um have a great day simon thank you very much thank you very much have a great day bye all right see you mate bye